Ditch the fairy tale, princess. It's time to step outside the status quo and blaze your own trail. The path littered with setbacks, successes, and newfound passions. Why? Because when you break away from the script, you start to pursue a life by choice. One that is all yours. Live unscripted and rewrite your life. Welcome back to the show. I have yet another awesome female business entrepreneur who is here to shine some light on what it really looks like to put some skin in the game. My girl, Christina LeCure is here today on the show and I had the honor of being on her show not that long ago, but Christina and I know each other from the very first round of Fast Foundations, the the mastermind back in early 2019, where everything changed for me. And I tell that story of how I felt when she walked into the room, because there are just some people that kind of intimidate you. She's a tall blonde. She's gorgeous. She's athletic. And she just looked like she had her shit together. She was one of those people that I instantly felt like, ooh, either I'm not going to like her or we're going to be like really good friends. One of the two. You know how that judginess comes up in you where you're like, I hope I'm cool enough to be her friend. But also if not, fuck it. No, (laughs) you can totally relate to what I'm saying. I'm sure I'm not the only girl who thinks like that, but maybe I am. We titled this episode, How She Lost 50K But Earned a Million Dollars Worth of Confidence. Because when you tune in, you'll hear her story that I actually got to be a part of when she hosted her very first in-person event uh, just before COVID hit. It was a live event all around uh, her brand now called Decide It's Your Turn. She has a podcast called Decide It's Your Turn. And Christina was a professional athlete for many, many years. She played golf and she was on the whole circuit out there getting paid to show up and do, you know, golf events and bringing in between, you know, five and 10K for just showing up to play golf with, with the boys on the, on the course. And when she decided that she was going to start her own business and do her own thing, that's when everything started to shift. And she shares there's a lot of self-doubt that goes into things. There's a lot of unspoken pressures that we put on ourselves. And she gets really raw and vulnerable in this episode. And it's just the kind of juicy stuff I love. I know you're going to connect with Christina and love her as much as I do. So I can't wait for you to tune into this episode. But be sure to like, subscribe, and follow the podcast because it means the absolute world to me that you tune in and listen each and every week. Um, But I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to hear what you think of the show. I'd love to hear a private DM of something that connected with you, uh, where you're at in your life. Um, And I'd also love if you felt like you wanted to leave a review that literally is like the biggest gift you could ever give to myself or anybody that puts themselves out in the podcast world. Um, So I hope you're having a beautiful day and I can't wait for you to dive into this episode. Welcome back to the podcast. It's your girl. I'm so excited to have one of my girlfriends on here uh, because we've experienced a lot of change and growth together over the last couple of years. And I always want to make sure that these episodes are value packed and really focus on what you are maybe going through in your life. And as we sat down to try to process what would best serve you, we really came to this conclusion of people don't like to share the hard shit. And while you know, we have both have had a lot of success in our life. We are not strangers to one hard work. And then two, you know, going through some really hard shit that makes you question everything in your life and maybe want to fucking quit sometimes. So my girl, Christina is here today. Christina, please, 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 please know that I am so grateful for your time. So welcome to the show. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. You were just on my podcast and then now we're doing this one here today. And I'm just like so grateful because I think that this topic and what you're doing and the transition and and, like you're just doing so many things that people need to talk about because it's like the shit that everyone's going through. But, you know, especially with social media, no one wants to fucking talk about it. It's so true. And I, I, I do love 
people who can put a game face on. I will say that. I love people who know how to leave their fucking shit at the door and do what needs to get done. And somewhere in there, we've labeled something called toxic positivity and all of that kind of stuff. And while I'm aware it's there, I do have a soft spot for people like you and myself who, and many of you listening, who can leave their shit and just get what needs to get done done. Um, I think that's a, a skill set and a learned behavior, much like your muscles of confidence. Um, but, you know, in reality, there are a lot of hard things that we all go through and that we have all gone through in the last couple of years. And with the change in the name of this podcast, it felt like those are the things I really wanted to lean into because it really brings into light that we're not alone in everything that we're struggling with. We're not the only ones who have gone through hard shit. And we'll probably go through more hard stuff. But wouldn't it be nice to know, A, we're not alone? And B, there's some voices of reason that can share some stories that maybe you walk away from this podcast feeling a little bit better about what you got going on, knowing that you can get through hard shit. So Christina is a confidence coach. She is someone that just exudes confidence, but I know it wasn't always the case. Can can you give us a little intro to your backstory of like who you are and, and kind of how you came up a little bit? Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, thank you for saying all of those beautiful things. And it's, it's also true. And so I'm so grateful to be here and kind of share like the good things and the bad things. And I definitely agree, we can put certain things in a box and we need to. And, and sometimes, um, but kind of like going back to like when I was 18, I always like to start there. It's just like a two second story. So when I was 18, I always say like two fun things happened to me. One, I got really good at golf. And two, I got relatively good looking. <laughs> and people laugh at that. But the reason why I say those two things is because when that happened, when I was 18, it was like this immediate rush of validation. It was this immediate rush of like, oh my gosh, your life is going to be amazing. And like, it was just like this literally this rush that I became addicted to where I was like, Oh my gosh, this feels amazing. This like outside validation. And I became addicted to it. And so for, you know, fast forward 10 years, I played professional golf, you know, I was modeling sometimes I was doing television, I was, you know, hosting of golf events, I was getting paid $10,000 a day to do some golf events and host for corporate events and charities and all those fun things. But during that period of time, I was a mess inside because I was literally craving like a drug, that external validation. I was craving that, like, you're so great. Your life's so amazing. You're so pretty. You're so successful. How much money do you make? All the things. And during that period of probably 10 years from like 18 to like 27, I was truly a mess. I mean, I had a lot of amazing good things happen and I wasn't completely upset all the time. But during that time, I had, you know, a horrible eating disorder. I didn't feel like I had a purpose. I was just really, truly unhappy. And it was about 27, 28, where I had failed, quote unquote, failed uh, LPJQ school for the third time in a row to get my full tour card. And I was a complete mess. And I just decided right then, I was like, there has to be people that are happier than me. And there was that had a lot less than I did because outside looking in, my life looked pretty amazing. And in that moment, I was just like, I just decided that I was going to figure out how people were happy. And that's really when I dove into self-development. That's really when I dove into mindset work. That's when I started going to events. That's how, you know, years before you and I were in our mastermind together, I had met Chris Harder at another event. I was doing Lewis Howe's um, introductory mastermind like long, long time ago. And that's when I realized that like, oh my gosh, I have the power to decide it's my turn. I have the power to decide for my life. I have the power to fucking be happy. Like it was just like this switch that went off in my brain. And so that's really how my business started. Like it was very organic. I was just trying to save my own life. And in the process, I just became a lot healthier 
a lot healthier, a lot more confident, a lot happier. And I decided it was my turn to have like the greatest life in business ever. And uh, now today, I truly do believe that I do. I still have a bunch of shit. I still have bad days, but I also am just so programmed to believe that I truly get to decide it's my turn every single day. And I truly have one of the best lives and businesses ever just because I decide it. Mm, so good. And I thank you for sharing that. And you said something in the beginning of that around the outside validation. And it's interesting because when we are seeking that, it's literally never enough. And I find that to be true now with people who maybe not are in the same shoes as you, but through social media and who are putting themselves out there on social as if that validation, that like, that comment, that engagement of some level is their validation to show up more, keep going, that they're pretty enough, smart enough, good enough, all of that stuff. And I find it for myself. I find myself looking for it too. Or how can you not pay attention if you post something and nobody comments on it or likes it? Or how, how is it when your quote unquote engagement's down? It's the way we are, are kind of putting ourselves out there now. So, you know, you, you experienced it, you lived it. How did you decide? Obviously you were exposed to some ways of thinking that were slightly different. How can someone, if they now are in that season of, I can't get through a day without filling that validation cup up from an outside source. How can they start to fill up that validation cup on their own in a sense? I'm sure you do a lot of this work with your one-to-one -one clients because I know I'm not alone in, in seeking that still. And I know someone listening is probably like, yeah, how can I give that to myself versus trying to get it elsewhere? Yeah, absolutely. So the number one thing I say is like, take personal responsibility for your life. Like there is no one who is going to come in here and fix your life. There is no one who's going to come and give you the worthiness. There is no one who's going to come and make everything all better. That truly starts, starts with you. And it takes personal responsibility for your life. You literally have to just decide that you're the person who's going to change it. And you know, the things that I do with my clients, like we talk about it all the time, you know, everything's revolved around patterns, habits, stories, family, all all of the things like no one has had it good all the time. No one has had a perfect life. You can blame everyone and their mother, but at the end of the day, it's truly up to you to decide that you want it. You know, I think for me, how I kind of, um, don't really like, I, I really don't like, it kind of sounds stupid. And I know that people don't really, perhaps some people don't really believe it, but I don't really get into the comparison trap very often. I have amazing boundaries, but I think the most important thing for me is I truly know to my core what makes me happy. And I know what my core values are. Like I help all of my clients. If you don't know your personal and professional core values, I would hundred percent start there. And if you don't know who you are, I would definitely start there. You know, if you don't know what makes you truly happy in this world, like Yes, we all get our feelings hurt. We all get disappointed. So like perhaps like you were talking about the post or whatever, no one liked the post or whatever. But if I can put my head on the pillow at night and know who I am and know what I stand for and really stay in alignment with that, it makes a lot of things easier. Of course, I still get my feelings hurt. I'm not an idiot. Like what I do for a living, I live in a small town in the Southern United States. I love God. And I also cuss like a fucking sailor. Like, you know what I mean? Like I also live in a very small town where most people don't understand what I do. And they might think it's like, you know, snake sale or what is that? Snake oil salesman or all the things. But no, I really, I never just let it stop me. I always say like, yes, I can get my feelings hurt, but like, I do not let it stop me. Like 
my mother herself could walk into this room or my mother-in-law could walk in this room and say, you have to stop right now. And you're embarrassing and all the things, but like at the end of the day, I know to my core why I do what I do. And I a hundred percent obsessed with it. And I believe in it. Like the sky is blue. And I think for me, that is what really allows me to stay so in alignment with what I'm doing and who I am, because I know who I am. Like I am not wavering on who I am. And it started with a lot of that personal development work, you know, you can call me a confidence coach, success coach, business coach, whatever you want to call me. But at the end of the day, I always work on biz, uh, on mindset and strategy. Because if you don't have the mindset on lock and if you are allowing external things to affect what you truly want to do, it's going to be a lot harder. If you just work on mindset and you have no strategy, it's going to be really hard to scale. But at the same time, too, like you just really, truly have to know your core values, know who you are. You can get your feelings hurt, but you can't let it stop you. Kind of like you and I talked about you know, putting certain things in a box and that toxic positivity and all the things like, yeah, I'm your motivational girl, but I'm also your girl who's going to ride your ass because I truly believe there's three things that will change your life. And that's decision, faith and action. Faith for me is God, but like, I don't care what it is for you. I talk about faith just being like the woo woo or the universe or the, you know, crystals, whatever you want to call it, whatever makes it feel really good to you. But those three things, decision, faith and action will hundred percent change your life. And for me, I think that that's how I stay knowing who I am and keep moving forward and don't letting the external stuff stop me. Like there's not an amount of money on the planet or there's not, you know, like enough added girls now that could stop me for what I'm doing. Cause I'm just so in alignment with it. So good. Okay. Well, we know you didn't wake up that way. So that is a practice that you got to do every single day, which sounds like through decision and your faith, you're able to take that action without worrying if mom or mother-in-law walk in and question what you're doing or say that you're embarrassing them. And I do think so many people get stuck in, yes, the comparison, but also the fear that they're not going to do it quote unquote right, or that someone's going to judge how they're doing it or what they're doing that doing. And I I think you, you hit the nail on the head. I literally just went through this exercise with my membership group around core values and learning what your core values are so that it's easier to set those boundaries up and make decisions because if you're making decisions out of you know thin air or based off of your emotions at that moment, it's not going to serve you. And it's definitely not going to serve whoever you said yes or no to. Um, and I think when we can get rooted in those core values, and I like that you have separate ones for business and for personal, I think that is important because business to me is personal. And, and, and it's one of those things that you hear people try to, it's like the word balance, you know, sometimes so different than your version of balance. And same with, you know, personal values, like every, everybody, personal values, core values, I think everybody values different things. And everybody, obviously, at the end of the day is a different human. And so really committing to figuring out, like she said, what makes you happy? And what, what do you want to lean into? And then why, you know, the why behind everything to me is how I make decisions. Like, why would I want to do that? What, what is the outcome I'm hoping to receive? It's like reverse engineering, not everything you think about, but if you establish that foundation of why I want to do things or why I'm going to say yes or no to certain things, it helps not get into that comparison trap or not feel like you got to do it like somebody else because you're not them. But I'm not going to be a fool to think that you weren't immune to having some sort of letdowns early in, in your business when you were transitioning from pretty golf pro you know, making 10 grand a day to thinking you maybe make a lateral move into some other business making 10 grand a day. Because I found that to be a fuck up in my own head and my own process. When I told myself I was going from the industry I was in 
to the new coaching space and, and, and doing what I'm doing now. I thought it would be a lateral move. I forgot that I was going to have to start at the bottom again and scrub some toilets and do some shit that's not quote unquote scalable and maybe isn't pretty and it, it hurts a little bit and uh, I might get my nose rubbed in some shit. Like I didn't know. Maybe I was told that I just didn't believe it. I think my, my ego and my overconfidence and what I had created in my previous life in the beauty industry in 20 years, I thought I would just transition right over and I'd just, at least it'd be a lateral move. It wouldn't be like going way down and then having to figure, and there's lots of bumps on the way. So we shared an experience with your very first event and I'd love for us to kind of like peel back some layers on that and talk about what went on with it, what, what decisions you made to have it. And then kind of, you know, I got to watch a little bit of what was going on, but, um, share with the listeners, like kind of that experience and, and why you decided having a live event was kind of the move. Yeah, absolutely. And I love what you said there when I transitioned from the golf. So like, like you kind of said, you built up your 20 year career. I probably did the golf thing, the corporate golf thing for probably at least 10 years. And I started at like literally $500 a day. Then I got up to like $10,000 a day. It was like truly, you know, but it took that long to actually get there. And it wasn't every single day that I was going out there making that, but like on average at towards the end, that's what it was. But exactly like when I transitioned to this I literally and I talk about this all the time I spent more money the first two years of my coaching business than I brought in profit wise 100% no ifs ands or buts like I was willing to get my ass kicked for two years in order to get to where the third year we were actually doing you know a, a profit and then the fourth year is when we hit you know multiple six figures but like for sure like it took time and like I hate all this woo woo bullshit online right now that just makes it seem like you can throw up a fucking story and make ten thousand dollars like it just makes my head spin it pisses me off so much obviously you can tell from my you know my, my energy right there but yeah my first event so like I kind of really tiptoed into the coaching space in 2018 and my first event like which you did my hair and makeup for and I was so grateful was in 2020 but what people don't know for I said yes to that event I remember I have a sticky note in my bedroom it was like January 10th January 12th 2020 is when I uh, or pardon me 2019 2020 was a pandemic right <laughs> fuck who knows 2020 was a pandemic so it was 2019 I did that first event and it was like January 2019 and I um, said, yes, I put the deposit down. I had a partner for that live event. We were going to put in $100,000. Each of us were going to put in $50,000. There's going to be a couple hundred people there. The venue itself was like $20,000 to rent this venue. It was just insane. 10 days after the tickets were released to the public, my partner decided to pull out. My husband and I, I remember it specifically. I was taking off to Mexico to go see my grandparents where they lived at the time. My husband was with me. I got the text as I was taking off. I promise you I wanted to jump out of that plane on the way there. It was like one of the most stressful. We were there for six days. And during that time, I swear to God, all I was thinking about was like, basically damage control. What am I going to do? Am I going to do this event? Am I going to refund the people? Am I going to like go back on my go back on my promise to these people who had already bought tickets to this event. And it wasn't a lot of them. It was like 12 people or something like that at the time. But going back to my core values, my number one core value in life is integrity, like personal integrity and business integrity. And I have never said I was going to do something and didn't actually do it ever in my whole entire life. So I wasn't going to start back in 2019. I don't even know how old I was, 35, whatever. But side note, nobody would have, you could have come up with the excuse that the venue fell through. You could have come up with any, any scapegoat to get yourself out of that, rethink it, maybe replan it. You could have done any of that. But I love that you're sharing this part of it because I think so many 
people relate to this podcast because you, because I'm such a tough love type of person and have that similar core value of integrity. I know people listening can relate to that and are in the same boat. And that's why they're listening to this. So you being vulnerable, sharing that and also committing to something and seeing it through, like no matter what, that's where, this is where the story gets good and where all the good lessons are coming. You guys, so pay attention. A hundred percent. So I literally made a commitment within two days. I was like, can I do this? Can I take on this whole $100,000 responsibility? And can I, for the next four months and 10 days or whatever it was, show up to sell a hundred tickets to fucking break even? Like not even to break even like at that point in time and like just figure this out by myself. And side note, yeah, I had maybe 10, 15,000 followers at the time, but like 75% of those were men from golf. Like if you'd really been thinking about it, it was like two or three years that I've been really kind of tiptoeing in this space. Like I didn't have the following. I didn't have the expertise. This other person had like a couple hundred thousand followers, like, and $50,000 of my own money was a lot at the time. And then to take on this other person's money, it was just like this crazy thing. And I literally got still, you guys, I got still, I got quiet and I got scared, but I was like still and quiet was the main two. And I was like, I have to do this. Like, Christina, you are going to be so upset at yourself. And like, what will you move forward with if you don't actually do this? So for the next four and a half months, I promise you my event planner is the greatest human on the whole entire planet. She helped me with that. But I got to May, I think it was like May 11th or something like that, 2019, we did the event. A hundred people showed up. I thought it went off without a hitch. It was beautiful. Our speakers showed up. I showed up. Every single person in that room was impacted. I lost, this is the part that you want to pay attention to. I lost $50,000 on it. It was like 48 something, but $58,000. I took a hit on you guys. I promise you, I left that event more confident than I ever have. I lost $50,000 but I fucking did what I said I did. I showed the hell up. Two months after that, I, I think I had up my first $100,000 month. It was one of those moments where it was like rubber meets the road. It was like, I jumped off the cliff without a parachute and I just figured it the fuck out. And it was so hard. And yet it was the best thing that's ever happened to me. And I want everyone to hear that. Like if I had not done that event, there is no way in hell three years later or four years later now, I'd be sitting here talking to you. There's no way like, and my business wouldn't be out the same. I wouldn't have the same amount of money. I wouldn't have the same amount of confidence. I had to do the thing that was so fucking hard and so fucking scary and prove to myself at the end of that event. Yes, I lost money, but I promise you, I, I gained all the, I actually recorded a podcast on that exact thing. I think that we named it how I lost $50,000 and gained, you know, lifelong confidence because it's true. I had to do the thing that was hard. And most people, never want to talk about that most people want to just tell you that it's like super easy my coach gives me shit all the time because she always says like you forget to tell everyone you know about the good stuff and I'm like I tell people about the good stuff but I also don't want you to get like this like thought that it's just so easy all the time yes yeah, some things are so easy but some things take so much work but they are worth it god they are worth it oh my god I'm literally <laughs> hold on I have to type this out because I literally just titled this episode what did I just say? See, this is why you have to write things out. You guys are, this is, this is how she lost 50 K, but earned a million dollars worth of confidence. Yes, it's true because we brought in for sure way over, way over a million dollars in the last four years, got a few million. So yeah, this is a perfect example of investing in yourself in ways that don't feel like they make any sense. Like 
I think at the time for you to spend, even 50 grand was probably out of your mind. But if you look at the investments that we make in our lifetime, right, we do little deposits here or there to try to get the things we need in life or to build the confidence. And maybe you go to a class or you invest in a book or you invest your time in listening to a podcast um, or you try some new techniques like we talk about on the show all the time to better your life and to get happier. But what would it really feel like if you freaking went all in on yourself, right? Without any outside validation, without anybody giving you permission, you decided to give yourself permission. Maybe it's not 50 grand of your own money, but maybe it's $5,000. Maybe it's 500. Maybe for you, it's $50 to invest in getting access or putting yourself in a situation where you have to show up. And I think because you did that and because from a front row view on an inside view, right? Cause I get to touch you and do your hair and makeup. I got to hear and observe and probably see things you didn't get to see because you weren't in the audience. And as a hairdresser, like I'm a fly on the wall and I hear this side conversation or I'm hearing these speakers talk about this and that. And everybody that showed up for you was there for the greater good of the idea of giving people not just permission, but helping them make their own decisions of what it was that they needed. And from that, you didn't just go home exhausted and beat feeling like, oh, I lost all this money. You were like, this is, I'm, I literally am all in right now. And from this point, I'm moving into creating this mastermind. I'm telling people they have access to me. Like I am going and I'm going and I'm going. And that's the part where I, I hate that it's not talked about enough that two, three years in, you were still not bleeding money, but you were still putting the skin in the game in order to have the results you now have in your business. Like you just said, you have a hundred K month after what felt like a failure in, in, in the money department, but to, to have confidence and to be able, that shit's priceless. That's why they call it priceless. Those feelings of adequacy and, and knowing that you did what you said you were going to do. Like those little things, when we show up for ourselves consistently, they matter. And even if we break it down to maybe you're not at a point in your business or your life where you're going to host an event, if you're listening to this, you're like, how is this relatable to me? It's, it's in those daily consistent actions that we do that we start to build that confidence muscle. And if you follow Christina or myself, like we love to post that we're at the gym and we take care of ourselves by eating healthy and we, we have mindful practices put into place. And it's because of that foundation that she was able, I'm going to just put words in your mouth, to, to have that faith to move through the event and, and then have this career in life that she's had ever since. Um, but it's not without those 10 years of stress and struggle and then getting clear on what she wanted to do from that point forward. So if you take away anything today, maybe it's time to sit back and pull out those core values or look up a list of core values that mean something to you so you can get rooted in where you're going and why, what you want in your life, maybe what you feel is missing in your life and some action steps you can take to getting clarity around what those look like and what you need. Is it the energy of your environment? Is it a coach that you need to hold you accountable to kind of call some of the shit out that you're not willing to face on your own? What does it look like? Only you can answer that. And I love when people put the ball back in my court because I'm like, what do you mean? What do I want? That's, that's supposed to be like the most simple question. And I have a friend who she's so annoying, but she's awesome. And she's always like, Jess, what do you want? And I'm like, God, it sounds so patronizing when you say it like that. Like, like as if it's such an easy question to answer. What do you mean? What do I want to eat right now? Or like, what do I want to do with my whole life or tomorrow? Like, what are some ways when people get overwhelmed with answering that question? Like, what's the framework that you help your clients with when they can't seem to answer simple questions like that? 
Yeah, no, I love that. So for me, like you talked about it, like moving your body, moving your body is like one of the most important things. And I'm not talking like Jess used to obviously like be super, super fit and do the workout competitions, bikini. I don't even know what it's called. I've never done any of that shit, but I will tell you like, I walk every single solitary day. I go to my trainer most three to four times a week, probably more than that. So whenever I can, right. But I walk every single solitary day because for me, energy just stays stuck in your body. And for me, it's like my closest place to God. I call it like the, my meditation, right? Most of the time it's like really quiet. Um, I never really listen to anything. I'll have my headphones on just so people don't talk to me. <laughs> Cause oh, I talk so the same. Seriously, I talk all damn day. I'm on podcasts. I'm on client calls. I'm like all over the place that I just want to be fucking pure silent. Even in my car, my house, never a noise on. But I just want to hear this. Like, I want to get the signs. I want to hear my own self think because we all know. Like, I tell people as a coach all the time, my job is to give you nothing. My job is to help you listen to yourself and get that external perspective on what is best and most in alignment for you and your life and your business. That is it. And if you literally can do anything, go move your body, get in a place that's like peaceful, go for a workout, go for a walk, just go outside and put your feet on the grass, like whatever you need to do. But like, you know what you need, you know what you want. Most people aren't confident enough to trust that most people block that out with social media, wine, drugs, sex, like distraction, whatever the fuck, like they're trying to literally not hear it because it's hard. Like it's hard to actually go, Oh, fuck, I don't want this. Now, that could be your career that you've been in for 20 years. That could be your marriage. That could be, you know, whatever it is that you're in. And then it's scary to take action on that. But that's the reason why you have someone hold you accountable. That's the reason why you have someone to process that with. You know, I said in the beginning of this podcast, I'm both mindset and strategy, but like you can have the best strategy in the fucking world if your brain is crazy town it's not going to go very well. And if you're just working on mindset, you need to have someone to help you with that strategy. But yeah, I mean, you have to, you have to take action on this. Like the one thing that I always say is, is like, it decided it's your turn. Like it, this is your life. And the one thing that you cannot get back is time. Time is your most valuable asset. People always ask, is it money? Is it love? No, it's time. No matter how much you have, like, it is the scariest thing for me. I wasted so many years of just being really unhappy and just kind of like living and coasting. And I truly do believe I, I have one of the greatest lives and not when, not because everything's good all the time, but I know what I want. I know who I am. I know what I'm here to do. And like, the only thing that is running out is time. And I just don't want to waste it. Like I literally just do not want to waste time. And that's what I would encourage every single one of your listeners. Just get clear, get quiet, figure it out. If you can't figure it out yourself, ask for help. I want to just leave you with that, the listener. If you're out for a walk, if you're doing something that you are in a flow state and this is resonating with you, just turn us off. You don't got to share this with anybody. You don't got to do anything in this very moment. I want you just to get really, really super clear, drop into the, the, the answers that come up for you. And when you create that that quiet in your mind and in, in your body and in, through movement, if it, if it needs to be feet in the grass, whatever she said, um, do that and do it daily until you start to get some little sliver of clarity, because I promise you the clarity leads to the confidence you need in order to take the action and do the things. Um, 
and I, I, I love everything that you said, Christina, thank you so much for just being such a powerhouse and, and showing up and unapologetically owning that you love your fucking life. Because I think that's the goal for everyone to find their own level of happiness, to find their own obsession with themselves and their life and to be so rooted in what they're doing and who they are and who they're doing it with that they can't help but spread that love and light to everybody else. Because that's the only way you can truly make an impact in the world is if your shit's on point and you're in a good place. You know, it's really difficult for people who are not in a great place to be able to then pour from their, their half empty cup. It just doesn't work. And that's why we see so many people struggling. I think online and in life and, and doing the numb outs like you were talking about with drugs, alcohol, food, all the things. Um, and there's a time and place for all that. So don't feel guilty if you sometimes do that. Cause I still find myself from time to time reaching for things so I can avoid other things. Um, we're all a work in progress. Nobody's got it all fucking figured out. Like she started this podcast with, there are days, there are still days, but you can, you, you don't have to be one or the other. You can be obsessed with your life and in love with the things you've got going on and have hard days and go through tough shit. So just know you're not alone. Turn us the fuck off. Get rooted in who you are and what you got going on. And we'll see you on the next episode of Unscripted. Creating this podcast is as much fun as it sounds. And it's not hard. You're worthy of sharing your expertise with the world. So I've broken it down so you can start your own damn podcast in four weeks or less. Head to the link in the show notes to start now.